The word Advent actually means he comes. So let's, let's all say that together. On the count of three, we'll say the word Advent. One, two, three, Advent. Perfect. And in our reading for this morning, we're going to hear from John chapter 1 about the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ the first time, and we look forward to the day that he comes back again. Let's hear about that in our video for this morning. John, one of Jesus' disciples, wrote to tell people about who Jesus is. John wrote that the word Jesus existed in the beginning before the world even began. The word has always existed with God and the word has always existed as God. He was with God in the beginning. When God spoke at creation, all things were created through his word. Not one thing was created apart from him. The word brought life into the world and light for all people. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness could not hide it. God sent a man named John the Baptist to be a witness to the light. John was not the light, but he came to tell people about the light so they might believe. The true light was coming into the world to give light to everyone. When Jesus came into the world, people did not recognize him. His own people did not accept him, but this is good news. To everyone who did accept him, he gave them the right to be a part of God's family, to be children of God. The word became a human and lived among us. People saw his glory, the glory of the one and only son of God. He was full of grace and truth, John the Baptist told people that even though Jesus came into the world after him, Jesus is greater because he existed before John. People received blessings from Jesus, grace upon grace. Long ago, God gave people the law through Moses, but now he has given us grace and truth through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but Jesus, God's one and only son, has shown us what God is like. The birth of Jesus was good news. Jesus was no ordinary baby. He was God's son, sent to earth from heaven. Jesus came into the world as a human to bring us life. He brought light into darkness and showed us what God is like. So today, as we kind of unpack that passage from John chapter 1, we're going to get a little bit abstract. Uh, but don't blame me, because John's the one who goes all that abstract. We're going to start off in kind of the abstract world that he starts in, where he interprets actually the history of the world through light and darkness, and hopefully will make that a little bit more tangible. And, and if after the end of this sermon you say that's not really tangible, then stick around for the object lesson because then Annalisa is going to make it tangible in that object lesson at the end. But I hope that through all of this, the thing that you take away is that Jesus is the light of the world who brings grace and truth into the darkness. So where John starts is in the beginning. He starts at creation, and he starts by saying that Jesus is the one. He's the word of God, so God speaks, and Jesus comes into this world 
to bring things into being and to bring life into this world. Now, in the beginning, God created Adam and Eve, the man and the woman, and they existed in that perfect life. They existed really in the perfect light that God had for them because they had the life that God created humanity for, where they were together with him. Now, in the garden, God said, there's the one rule, don't eat from this one tree that is the knowledge of good and evil, which actually this tree itself will separate you from me because you won't need me anymore to be your knowledge. You will try to pursue this knowledge on your own. And that separation brings them out of the garden. This is what John's talking about when he goes to that verse 4. We'll put that back on the screen so we can reflect on it a little bit more. When he says, in Jesus was life and the life was the light of men, he's, he's making us reflect on that beginning that we had as human beings. But what happens when Adam and Eve fall into sin is the beginning falls apart. The perfection falls apart. And Adam and Eve actually run into the darkness of the world. Because darkness equals separation from God in John's gospel. Sometimes it looks like unbelief, but it is that separation from God. And this is where it starts to get tangible for us. Because we experience the same darkness Adam and Eve do. We experience a little bit of that separation from God. And that separation has a ton of symptoms that we feel all the time in our lives, right? The, the symptom of wanting what I want and not what anybody else wants. That's actually a symptom of the darkness. Every time that things happen in our lives that we say, well, this wasn't good. Every time a hurricane comes in and destroys our property. Every time that sickness comes in and destroys our bodies. These are symptoms of the darkness. Every time we have a conflict with somebody and they do something that hurts us, that hurts our feelings or, or hurts us physically, these are all symptoms of the darkness, symptoms of being separated from God. Now, don't hear what I'm, I'm not saying that every time something bad happens, it's because you did something wrong. No, it's because of the condition that our world is in, that our world is a world of darkness, a world of brokenness, a world of war. All of these things come from the fact that we as humanity have decided that we don't want to live in the light of God, but we want to separate ourselves from God and we want to live in darkness. But Jesus doesn't actually leave us in that darkness. This is the awesome part of the gospel, is that Jesus does something about it. Let's go to that next slide. As we think about verse 5 in the text that we just read, Jesus, the light, shines into the darkness. And the darkness hasn't overcome it. So all of the symptoms we see of the darkness is not the fact that the darkness is overcoming the light, but it's the fact that humanity runs away from the light to live in darkness. And yet Jesus doesn't leave us there, but throughout the entire Old Testament, he is speaking God's words so God's people can come closer to who God is. And ultimately, this is what we look forward to when we look forward to Christmas. We look forward 
to Jesus, the light of the world, coming into the world. And we know that darkness doesn't conquer light. It's like if you picture a closet that is full of darkness and a room full of light separated by a door, when you open the door, what happens? Does the darkness spill out? No. Now the light spills in and actually eliminates the darkness. And that's exactly what Jesus does when he comes to be with us. And that's so important for us because when we live here in a world of darkness, the light is coming into our lives and the darkness is standing on the edge, inviting us to come back to the dark. If the light is full of grace and truth, the darkness is full of requirements and lies. The lies of this world tell us that you can actually be happy. They, they tell us, hey, you can have this hope for a better life. If you want to pursue happiness, just follow your heart. Do what your heart says. And if you're unhappy, it's because you haven't reached that requirement yet of doing everything that your heart says. You just need to try harder and achieve that. Or maybe, maybe it's something different. Maybe it's the, the happiness that health brings. If you, if you go be a part of this certain health club and do the right things and, and go to the doctor enough, right, you can then achieve happiness because you'll live for a really long time. And if, and if you're not feeling happy, well, you're just not doing it right. Or sometimes the lie that this world tells us is that we can achieve happiness by just pouring our entire lives into our, our children so that if we keep them busy enough, if we put them in enough programs, if we, if we spend the money on their success and having a great career, well, then we'll be happy in how much they achieve. All of these things that the darkness puts in front of us are lies with requirements, right? And not, none of these things are bad to pursue, but they're bad if we look at that and say that the darkness is promising us light because this world, even though there's a lot of good in it and there's a lot of things that God has created in this very world, well, the world wants to twist those good things into lies with requirements. But Jesus doesn't have, he doesn't come to us with requirements. He comes to us with grace and truth. And in the Christmas story, we see a radically different God than any other God in this world. Our God doesn't stand up in heaven telling us how to make our way back to him, but our God comes down from heaven to be in our darkness. And the light of the world comes into this darkness when Jesus is born. And when that light comes in, well, the darkness is scattered. That's what we see in the New Testament. When Jesus shows up, the parties just get better. When Jesus shows up, people who are sick, well, the sickness runs away. When Jesus shows up, the storms flee from him. When Jesus shows up, hunger is no more. When Jesus shows up, even death runs away because when the light of the world shines, the darkness cannot overcome it. That's what we see when Jesus comes the first time in, in one place and in one time at a time as Jesus is going through the gospel. But what we're hoping for in this season of Advent is an even greater way that the light of the world comes. 
We're hoping for the time that Jesus returns once and for all. And when the light of the world comes back again, he will shine in every place for all time. So that all those symptoms of darkness, all of those broken relationships, all of those times when we, when we are hurting because this world is so hard to live in sometimes, when Jesus comes back, all of those will flee away. And Jesus delivers to us grace and truth. The truth that says, yeah, we did live in the darkness. The truth that doesn't try to sugarcoat the way that things are. The truth that says, yes, there are things in this world that are bad. But the grace that says, no matter where you've been, no matter what you have done, no matter how you are hurting, Jesus brings forgiveness for you. And he invites you back into the light. And in fact, he doesn't just invite you in, but he overwhelms your life with his light. And the light of the world is the light that brings forgiveness, that brings life, that brings us into that happiness and that state of bliss that we were created to live in when Jesus comes back. That light shines in our lives and brings grace and truth. Not the requirements, not the lies, but the truth and the grace that comes from only the light of the world.